Hello, welcome to Enough is Enough, Becoming Unapologetically You. I am your host, Coach Ramirez, and I am here with my lovely co-host. Hello, 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 hello. I am Lady Crenshaw here with you guys today. Come to talk to you guys on some topics today about domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, I want to first start off by saying, you know how we get down. If you're on here and if there's something on here that you guys don't agree with, um, if you don't think that this is the platform for you to be on, we ask that you go ahead and log yourself off real quick um, because this is a positive platform and we do not talk negative on here. We do not um, mm -hmm. talk negative towards our guests that may be asking questions um, because we're here to help one another. So again, if you're on here and feel like this is not the platform you need to be on, we do understand because we're understand. not here for everyone. Everyone is not on here for us. So we understand. No, there's no love loss. We do appreciate you taking out your time just to come be with us. Amen. Amen. And so, as always, we do love to pray before we get started. So let's do that. Father God, we thank you so much for allowing us to see this beautiful Tuesday, for allowing us to be vessels for your glory. We ask that we decrease and you will increase within us. Oh, Father, let your word go forth and be empowering to someone that may be listening now on the live or later on. We ask that you will forever get the glory, the honor, and the praise. Um, let our words be an extension from your heart, oh Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Be with us, Holy Spirit. We do welcome you on this line on today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, we thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, tonight, our topic is domestic violence. Um, we had a guest that was supposed to come join us on today, but unfortunately, she was not able to be here, but that is fine. Um, we thank her so much for the willingness to come and participate Amen. and to share her story. And so we still will go forth with the topic domestic violence because it is precedent more so today than it was um, before, ever before. Let's just put it that way with everything that's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so our podcast is here to encourage, to enlighten um, through our testimonies, through um, different stories to give you the statistics, the numbers of today's society, what's going on in the U.S. or maybe even around the world. Um, so you want to anything? anything? So um, real briefly before we go any farther, um, let's just pray for those kids in Texas and that teacher. Also, let's pray for the city of Pensacola. Um, New York. We had a lot going on just today. Um, keep your kids covered under the blood. You know, pray for your family. Reach out to that family member that you haven't talked to in a while because things are getting so crazy. We are truly living in the last days. Um, for those of you that are Bible readers, you know what we're going through. Just stay prayed up. Pray for someone else besides yeah. just you and your family. And just, you know, reach out. Is this time out for all this bickering? It's time out for all this backwards and forward because life is too short. There are people that was here on yesterday that made plans for today yeah. that will not be able to fulfill them because of all of the violence. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of glad that we're talking about the subject that we're talking about because a young lady um, was killed today in the gym 
And a lot of people have so many different stories. But when you see stuff like that, you wonder, was this some domestic violence? Did she know him that well? You, you never know what, what it was or what was going on. But I'm glad we're talking about this subject today. And again, if this is a sore topic for any yes. woman on here, or uh, any man, oh, yeah, any we children. do apologize. But if it's not something that you can handle, please, sir, please, ma'am, um, log yourself off because we're not on here to hurt anyone. Our podcast is to motivate each other to um, be you and not try to be someone else and not try to become something that you're not. We're just on here to sharpen iron with one another. We're on here to be helped to one another Amen. because your testimony could help someone else on this live be an overcomer just as well as our um, testimony over help someone else. We don't look like what we've been through, Amen. but for Thank those you of you that have been following us since day one. I know you probably sit back saying, wow, if God did it for them, he surely can do it for me. So again, if you're on here, you know, you have questions, please tag, please share. If you know someone that's been in the domestic violence, tag them in here. You know, if they have questions, hey, tell them to ask their questions. We're here. We don't have all the answers, but together we can have all the answers. Amen. Amen. Oh, you're going to pray. Lisa. <laughs> oh, I thought you were praying. Yes, you said we're going to pray for the people. Okay, well, we can do that. Maybe the Lord gave you those words. Father, we just thank you today. Yes, God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for how yes, you God, move and you so in. And God, we know there's nothing done by accident. God, we just ask that you keep this nation covered under your blood for we do know that we are living out our last days but God, we ask you even now God to touch those family yes, members God, that lost a child that lost a daughter that lost a son on today God we ask that you touch that family member touch that that woman that man that boy that girl that don't know what they're going to do next God even touch the ones that committed the crime touch yes, their minds touch their hearts God in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus and God we ask that you send your angels down on this earth God to heal and set free and deliver God all this hatred all this racism all this craziness going on in this world today God God we give the world back unto you God and say have your way in this place God and keep us from all hurt harm and danger oh God we just thank you in advance because even through all the tests through all the storm we know that there's victory on the other side God so give us the patience to continue on running this race give us the understanding and the wisdom to continue on running this race and yes, God, God if there's someone out there God that may be thinking why me why me why my family God speak to them minister to them God yes, and give them peace Jesus. and give them comfort God in the mighty name of Jesus and we thank you now God for every answer for every door that's been open, every door that's been closed. We thank you, God, for you thank just you. being God all by yourself. In you, Jesus. Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 So um, the Bible verse that I picked for today is 2 Timothy 3, and it's um, a little lengthy, but hey, reading is good for us. It's good for the soul. Um, it's 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 8. It says, but understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulties, for people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpleasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, 
reckless, uh, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but the, the, denying the power thereof, avoid such people. And I think that's pretty good. Uh, way to pop off with domestic <laughs> violence because it says a lot. Mm -hmm. um, the Bible tells us these things will happen. Exactly. There's nothing new under the sun. Amen. No matter how you look at it. I just can't believe there's nothing new under the sun. Right. Back then it was probably a hammer or you know a rake. However, there's it's nothing new under the sun. Right. Um, so in the United States, there's an estimate of 10 million people that experience domestic violence every year. Not just every other year, but every year. According to the National um, Coalition Against Domestic Violence, about 20 people, 20 people per minute experience physical abuse by an intimate partner. Um, so it's people that you know, for the most part. It's somebody that you know. It's not somebody old just off the street. Well, I mean, we have those incidents, mm -hmm. but most of the time it's somebody that you know. Mm -hmm. Um, what is domestic violence? Domestic abuse. What is it? Um, domestic abuse, also called domestic violence or intimate partner violence, can be defined as patterns of behavior in any relationship mm -hmm. that is used to gain or maintain control or power over another person. Mm -hmm. um, it can be physical abuse, sexual abuse. It can be uh, economics, which is financial abuse. It can be mental abuse. There's so many different things that fall under the umbrella of domestic uh, uh, abuse, mm -hmm. domestic violence. Um, so that I can't talk for whatever reason. <laughs> but it's so many things that fall under um, domestic abuse. Um, I know you suffered domestic. Mm -hmm. I've suffered it. And, you know, it's, it's, no, it's not fun. It's not. It's really not fun because you, you love and sometimes we love hard. Right. And we're willing to do anything to keep um, the relationship going. Hello, everybody that's on. Um, if you feel like, like you know, tag and share it hard and whatever, the Lord lay on your heart, please do so. But today we're talking about domestic violence. Um, also, it can be isolated, but usually it escalates um, because you can only hide it for so long. The Bible tells us what's done in the dark always comes to light. Mm -hmm. So um, it can um, end in death or serious injuries. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry. It just, it depends on the abuser. Right. And so right today, as I was telling her, it, it's just really gotten out of hand. It's like the blinders are off. Right. And people just don't care anymore. Right. Like what they're doing, they just it's like they really just don't care anymore. Usually they used to try to hide it, but now it's kind of it's just out there in the open. It's it's kind of hard to hide it nowadays. Um, I use the term um, meeting your representative, um, and I was talking to a young lady a few days ago, and I was like, you know, when we first start talking to someone within that first what, three. Flag. 
three months, you know, everything is good, but then you start seeing little stuff. Those are your red flags. Like this person is really who they are because you can only stay doing something for so long. Right. It's, it's just like having a job. Yeah. You work until you got to take a vacation. Okay. You're, you're going to eventually come up. Your representative got to take a vacation because what's in you going to come out. Mm -hmm. And I was one that was a part of domestic violence. And one of the, the guys that I was talking to, I believe he got off on fighting and arguing and yeah. stuff like that. And until I was really opening up my eyes to see, okay, this is a game for him. This is what he likes. And then I had to tell myself, okay, it was cool in the beginning, mm -hmm. but now you have two kids. So are you going to bring your kids around this and have your kids a part of this? Are you going to let your kids, especially my girls, because I had two girls, are you going to let your kids see, your girls see that it's okay yeah. for a man to beat you? Yeah. It's okay for a man to talk down on you and stuff. So you have to make up in your mind. And I know some people say it's hard. It's hard. In the beginning, it can be hard because, again, like um, Lady Ramirez said, you love and you love so hard so mm -hmm. you don't see what you really see. Um, you saying, okay, I know. Yeah, you got blinders on your eyes and it's like, I really love him. He didn't mean it. Then you begin to beat yourself up because it's like, it's me that's doing this to him. Then you start saying, oh, I, I should have did this. I should have did that. All along ago, it never was you. It's just that this person has a problem. And nine out of 10, they're doing what they're doing because they've seen their father do. So it's up to you to like put a stop to that. I've learned um, reading the book from the book club, mm -hmm. uh, there's an, uh, Sonoli, how, and I think this is in a chapter that we're in now. It's, it's just going to keep being. And what she says is a lot of times we're in our community, right? Mm -hmm. And so we allow things to happen because they're normal. Mm -hmm. I'm used to this. By now, you're you're numb to it. You, I mean, like you said, you've seen the, your dad do it. You may have seen your mom do it. Um, you may have seen it happen with your auntie or on mm -hmm. TV or wherever the case may be. You may have seen it. Mm -hmm. um, just you may have anger frustrations or however the case may be. But a lot of times we have to look at it and just take ourselves out of that that instance and mm -hmm. take a take a back seat and just look at it from the whole you know a whole around because again we get so used to how the community is ran like right. in the hood we see we know how the hood is right. you're, gonna, you're gonna hear a couple shots fly by mm -hmm. but this is the hood it's the hood like mm -hmm. you know we're gonna have red kool-aid i mean we just know <laughs> the different things that go down in the hood so this right. is what it is hood life but you have to take your yourself out of the equation and look at it from a different lens and say okay yeah, this drive but that's not normal or that person hit on that person on all that yelling the arguing what this is not normal right and so you have to look at it like she said from the second eye mm -hmm. not from your 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 natural because mm -hmm. we get so focused on our natural and everything even from the things that we were taught growing up is normal mm -hmm. that's normal to me mm -hmm. because even and i'm glad you said that because even with my grandmother she was this woman that had 12 kids her husband, you know, he was the provider, but he also beat on my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So back in those days, it was normal for a woman to be beat because the man brought all the money home. And she stayed home, pregnant and barefoot, and they didn't believe in, in divorce. You couldn't go outside of the family and talk to his family about what he's doing. And if you did, they took up for him. So it's like some of that stuff that they dealt with back then 
it's men and women mm-hmm. that take that and say, well, my mama did this, my grandmama. Yeah. Well, we're in a whole nother millennium. Like, we can't live like that. Like, what your grandmother went through, we're not strong enough to take on that. I mean, I could not dare be, uh-uh, my husband dragging me, pulling my hair and beating me because I didn't cook his food a certain way. No, Lord. No, 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 no. <laughs> I couldn't. With, with my... Um relationship that I've been in. Yeah, it's not all physical either. Yeah. She came in a little bit. Yeah. Um, let me see if I got it up there. It's not all physical either. I don't know if you already talked about that yet. Yeah, we said it's a, a different level to domestic violence. It can be mental. Um just I'm I'm gonna go back down this list. But when I was in a situation it, like financialist control of finances I did not work. Um, I mean, I've been in two different scenarios and I was willing to stay. Not even that. It was just like even sexual. Let's just throw that up in there. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to stay because I had kids. Mm-hmm. And I was going to see a counselor. And then we went to see a counselor. And he just felt like, oh, they're, they're just taking your side and they're just dying with you or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, so it's my fault. Okay. So I would start saying by myself and I was told either you're going to keep riding the roller coaster because you're going to have highs, you're going to have lows, mm-hmm. or you're going to get off mm-hmm. because you have two people looking at you. And at the time it was my, uh, my oldest son, my, my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I don't, I don't want them to not have their dad in their life. And, that's how and she was. was like, but yeah, but you want your son to think it's okay to beat on to a beat woman, on right. woman or treat a woman the way. And you want your daughter to think it's okay to be at the receptive end of that. Right. And I was like, that's, you know, that's true. I, I don't want that. So I had to make up in my mind I had enough. And a lot of times we say enough is enough, mm-hmm. but we don't really believe it. We, we, we say enough is enough. And then the next 10 minutes, we're like, okay, that's fine. It's over with. And see, and that's one of the things. That's why when different yes, ones come yes. and talk to me and they're like, I'm just tired. I don't have enough. I'm like, no, you're not tired. I know when you're tired because when you're tired, you'll do something about but it. Um, one of the, the things that I had going on, I, again, I didn't want to leave what I had because one, he was a great provider, mm-hmm. but he was a Same. cheater Same. Um, and he was accusing Same. me of cheating. But I was one <laughs> that actually fought back. Like it wasn't you hit me and I'm going in the room crying. No, we were actually fighting, fighting. And when I came to the the conclusion, I was like, I got two girls. And what made me change my mind, I was in the kitchen one day getting ready to cook. And you know, those that really cook like like grandmama knew because you know, when cooking with the, the regular oil that you just pull in, I was no, I was cooking with that crystal oil where you have to sit and wait on it to melt. And I was getting ready to cook and fry the chicken. And I had put the oil on and it started melting. It wasn't all the way melted, but it was melted enough where it was warm. And he came in the kitchen, my girl's yeah, running around, and he came in there, are you messing with this person? Da, 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 da. So me being who I am, because I know he's going to get ready to start up, and I'm going to start up with you because mm-hmm. you want to go there. Let's do this. And he was like, are you sleeping with this such and such, 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 such? And I turned around, and I was like, well, if you say I'm doing it, then I'm doing it. And it just said, and he took the grease and pushed it. And the way our apartment was set at that time, the grease 
flew back on the wall mm -hmm. and it flew back and my daughter my baby girl was running around in the kitchen and to keep her from getting popped with the grease i jumped and i got burnt and i was like you know what if you don't care enough that your kids are running around in this kitchen and you did this, right. you don't care. This right. could mean that my kids and I could be laying up in the casket together because you just that mad right. about something. And all the time you were the one that was cheating, but you were putting it on me. Right. So I had to make up in that, that day and that time. Like, OK, I got to find an escape plan. Yes. I know I'm going to lose the money because mm -hmm. he was making good money. And, and half of the times when he fought or wanted to argue, that was his way of just coming around saying, I want to give you some stuff. Just giving me the money or the gift. You got to make this big stank and big fight and we fighting it out. And next day you bringing me bukus of money or. No, or that, that was his. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. But knowing he's going to do, do it, it again. again. And it was, I've had that happen on many occasions. Okay. You want that car? I got you. I'll get you that car. And it just pampering you with right. the stuff that you already know. I wanted that before you act stupid. Right. But now we we went through that. Oh, now you got to come and instead of you saying I'm sorry, sorry you I'm going to buy you these right. roses. I'm going to buy you this big expensive gift, and that should be gonna be that. And and the reason why we're sharing this because you don't want to be that woman or that female that looks at that and mm -hmm. say, well, I'm sorry, that male or that female and say, well, he is a good provider, yes. and that's why I'm gonna stay. He yes. does take care his kids and if I lose him I won't have this I won't have that baby this is not the time to be depending on the man you rather depend on somebody that's going to keep going upside your head or treating you wrong or mistreating you and you're miserable materialistic things I mean they come and go like but your peace of mind learn, is everything I had to learn that because I was such a material girl mm -hmm. for me real too. I was a material me too. girl me too. and I was I'm telling you, I was like that far from really losing myself. And I thank God for the Holy Ghost saying, girl, you're going to give up all yourself for a man who don't really love you mm -hmm. or respect you because I was this close. I mean, I'm telling you that close. Oh, all just to have the good, the to, good stuff. To, to give him everything he wanted and just not understanding, even though I would have gave him all of myself, mm -hmm. but my sanity was just gone. Mm -hmm. He just did flat mm -hmm. on it. He still would have been happy. Right. It still would have been happening. And yes, Chrissy, uh, financial, um, physical, psychological, uh, verbal, emotional, or, I mean, yes, sexual, all that is domestic violence. I mean, all of it. Right. Uh, this includes any behavior that frightens, intimidate, terrorize, manipulate, hurt, humiliate, blame, injure, or wound someone. Mm -hmm. Domestic abuse can happen to anybody. Mm -hmm. Anybody can be a, a victim of domestic violence. Regardless of your age, your race, your gender, your sexual orientation, faith or class, it does not matter. It does not have a face to domestic violence. Right. They don't care. You can be married. You can be single. Right. It does not care. It just, just, it just, just put it like they're playing. It does not care. You can be affected by domestic violence. Children can be um, affected by domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, they are. Mm -hmm. They are. And that's why you say you got to get yourself out so you can get your, your kids, kids and everything else out. Um, it doesn't care about your background. It doesn't care about your educational list. Some of the smartest people have been. I mean, let's talk about Johnny Depp. Yeah. Amber Heard. Am I taking sides? I mean, I mean, the, 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 the evidence is in the put. I'm just saying. Right. Amber Heard's a little loco. But she played <laughs> on her feminine. 
Mm-hmm. Her, her, her feminine ways. That, oh, he beat me. He did this and he did this. And I ain't saying Johnny innocent because I'm sure Johnny did some things too. Um, I mean, just saying. I know right. he, he did some things too, but at the end of the day, we have to take responsibility for right. our we own did. actions. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he he was in a domestic violence relationship. That's just period. I mean, you can hear the tapes. You see the videos. I mean, you just see all the manipulation that was mm-hmm. going on in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so men can be affected by domestic violence. That's why I always throw the men in there too, because a lot of times they won't say nothing. Why? Because their masculinity, their their macho, their manhood. I don't want to tell anybody that. And that's another more. reason why good men are destroyed and then they wind up being who they are because they've been hurt or been in a domestic violence situation. Mm-hmm. And again, it does not have to be with them being beat, mm-hmm. but just talking to them any kind of way. You know, in the beginning, when me and my husband first got together, because I came out of that relationship where I always had to be on my game mm-hmm. and, and always protecting. I always had to have the last word because that's the relationship I came out of. Right. I find myself bringing that into my my house, my, my husband now, mm-hmm. saying little stuff. And he had to tell me, he was like, babe, that's not cool. You know, you're talking to me like this and why? Why? I'm, I'm not the guys you used yeah. to be with. So I had to check myself because that could have turned into something else. Yes. And then what was good could have turned into bad. That's why a lot of times people say you have to heal before you You start another relationship. Take that stuff right on over. Mm -hmm. And even not even thinking about it, you know, took something over. Because I know like me and my husband um, right now, he used to say something like, hey, I ain't her. Right. You need to go get that and get that together. Um, Every time we have to say, I'm not her. I'm not not here to hurt you. Mm -hmm. I, I know she hurt you and I know she cut you deep. 30 years, you know, right? But I'm, I'm not, I'm not her. her. I want right. you to understand I'm different. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I, I'm here to love you. Okay. I just want you to know that. And so we have to have that conversation the same way. If I would say him, like as my ex or whatever, you're not him. Right. I had to shake myself. That's not him. He's not right. going to do that to me because fear will set in and tell you, um, he's, he's just going to be like the next guy or whatever. Right, like, right. Your mind and then like you get in that, that defensive move. Like I was oh. like, okay, every relationship I've been in has been toxic. So here it is. I, I didn't even look at his out, his like, he's the bishop. I didn't look at out and I just look, he's another he's man, man and he's got this strong voice and okay, I got to defend myself because I've always defended myself. And I used to do the stuff like jump up in his face and he was like, wait. <laughs> he was like, wait a minute. What's wrong with you guys? He had to hold me down one time. He was like, I'm not going to fight you. I don't know what you used to. I mean, yeah. you told me some stuff, but I'm not doing it. Like, if I got to put my hands on you, I'm, I'm not going to be with you. Like, yeah. so I don't know what you used to, but I'm, I'm not going to fight you because I was like, ah. he's like, no. You you trying to provoke me, but you're, it's not. And he'll laugh at me, so thank, it'll make me madder. Thank I'm like, God for the Holy Ghost. Why are you laughing and I'm going here? <laughs> I want to say thank God for the Holy Ghost because human nature is something cruel. Mm-hmm. They just say for real. Human right. nature is something cruel. And a lot of times we'll, we'll react before we even think. Right. So thank God for the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. Um, so psychological abuse involves, uh, which causes fear. Like I said, intimidation makes threats. Um just so and so on it forces isolation from friends i've been isolated why i didn't have no friends well why you always got to talk to such a boy bye if it forbids you for from attending school or getting work 
I remember I wanted to go to school and I was like, why you wait till you have kids and stuff like this to go back to school? Well, I'm just sitting at the house. Why can't I get it extra? Yeah. So it involves stuff like that. It involves financial, which um, the attempt to make the person financially dependent by maintaining total control over finances. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, you have an allowance. I think my allowance back then was $200. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was you. It was four and then it went to 200 and then it went to I'm not going to give you anything if you keep acting like such and such and such. So, yes, I'm not telling you about anything that I have not been through. I've been through domestic violence, not just with my ex-husband, but the person that was in between right? Um, me trying to get over my ex-husband, then jumping off into another relationship, which I thought this injury would was straight teddy bear. And then I got in a relationship. And I was like, God, what the hey, how did I go from bad and, and to that? Worse? And, you know, that's how it starts, because I have two of my oldest daughters that, you know, they are they'll give you anything mm-hmm. and i had told their dad because their attitude started changing when they start talking to these guys and i'm like every time we have a fun function y'all don't ever come around what's going on oh nothing they want to do this and i told my husband i said something's not right those antennas went up i was like something's not right and then one of my daughters they was like his little boyfriend didn't want her to come around us um everything that we tried to do it was like it was always an issue or they always had to go do this and then it stopped working i'll take care of you and i was like wait a minute i didn't raise y'all like that so wait a minute and and i told my husband i said something is not right something is not right and then my other daughter she would come over and she would have little marks on her. She's like, oh, I fell off the bike. We was dirt bike. And I looked at her and I said, play that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Please play that with somebody else because I know what's going on. And it wasn't until I actually talked to them and they broke down because for a while they wouldn't say nothing because they know we, we look crazy about our children. So, you know, but it's good to have parents yes. that knows the signs because if not, you know, you think everything is well and your children over there getting beat or stuff is happening to them and you're wondering why your kids are not coming around. It's not that they don't want to come around. They just don't know how to cry out for help. You know, we didn't have to actually have some locked up, you know, and I was kind of upset with my kids because I'm like, if we have them locked up. Don't go drop the charges because what's going to happen is if something really happens to you and you call the police, they're going to say, well, you don't drop the charges five or six times. So why are we coming out here? Eventually, I know like with myself, when I did that, because this one individual, um, he started being very stalkerish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were supposedly taking a break. And so I would hang out with an officer friend that I knew or go to movies or whatever. He, he literally was following me around town. And um, I, I know one of my sisters were with me one time. She said, somebody's following you. And then I pulled over. I said, no, I pulled over. Sure enough, he was following me. And he was like, well, I can't give you uh, this shirt back or whatever that you like. And I'm like, you follow me from yeah. all the way from Warrington, all the way over here, close to Montclair, mm-hmm. really to give me a shirt. And then he got mad and he hit my window. And I was like, oh, my God. This yeah. Joker is crazy. Mm-hmm. Not only only that he's he wanted to, when he wanted to talk, he wanted to talk. And I and for me, I don't like to argue. Right. I rather digress and then come back and we discuss. But in that moment, I'm not going to argue with you. Right. That's just myself because I don't want to say anything that I will yeah. regret. 
things so, be said, things go to flying, he, and it's he like just was not having he was not having it at all. I mean, he's ripped pages out the Bible, kicked the bed, so I would stay awake for like hours to where I literally could not stay awake, and he just wow. ranting on and on and on and on. So, I mean, you have physical breach. That's where we're going to. It involves hurting or trying to hurt your partner. It involves hitting, kicking, biting, burning, jabbing, punching. I mean, shoving, slapping, you name it. It involves it. It involves property there, uh, property da property damage, damage mm -hmm. when angry, throwing stuff, um, punching the walls, the walls, kicking yes. the door, etc. It involves all these things. Um, abandonment. Oh my God. Abandon a person in an unfamiliar place. I was left at a washing period with my son because somebody said, hey, when walking by and my ex-husband got just historical and left me and my son at the washing period, I didn't have my purse. I didn't have my phone. No nothing. And my son was like, mom, how are we getting home? And I was like, he got to come back and get us. He said, we're not going to buy another car. I'm like, I don't have any money. Daddy got it all. Yeah. And so... It involves all these things, but when you're in it, you don't see it. Right. You don't see it like that. You just say, okay, that person's angry. They're going to mm -hmm. calm down. It's going to be okay. And we're just going to go on. But if something else happens, right. we're going to calm down. We're going to be okay. And we're going to go on until it, it repeats. Like Chrissy said, a and cycle. It worse is a cycle. And yes. Uh, it scares you uh, when they start driving all crazy off the road. Just, I mean, just different stuff that these people do. Again, it can be boy, girl, woman, right. man. They have no face. So I just wanted to give you some of the uh, different ways that abuse happens mm -hmm. um, physically. It can be using a weapon. Mm -hmm. I've had a friend who was shot by shot in the head. And then he turned it on himself. And she used to tell me, oh, we fight like that. We do that. We're just how we are. And she said, oh, he called you nigger. That's nothing. And my ex was a Mexican, and he started using it. He just dropping nigger, 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 just dropping it. And I don't like the word, but he just was dropping all the time. And I'm like, where did this come from? But like you said, it has to uncover. You right. can only play it for so long. And so I left home, and when I got home, I got the news that her boyfriend, who they had out, been going on and on getting knife at each other, getting a gun at each other, all of each you know, he had a shot her in the head. And I was and, so and that was devastated. one of the things with so um, my my kid's father. Um when we fought, like he knew he would wait till I go in the kitchen because he was way bigger than me. So you know if you hit me one good time the wrong way, I'm out. So my defense was I'm gonna pick up nine. So it's like he uh, likes stuff like that. And I'm like, you're sick. Like, why yeah, would you is, want me to sick. cut you? It's and crazy. and it's even in my book, some of the stuff that happened. And I'm just like, you really get a kick off of me stabbing you. You get a kick off of hitting me or pushing me into the kitchen. Not understanding that it only escalates and gets worse. Right. Because you don't even know what kind of day I've already had working and doing other stuff. And then I come home and you're nagging me about something crazy. And then I just, you know, hit the wrong vessel. Something. Now I'm going to jail because you jumped on me. And I and I probably would have been in jail because yes. I never I never called the police mm -hmm. because I was like, I was always taught, you don't call the police and go back. So if you're going to call the police and go back, don't call the police. So it was a repeat thing for me. I knew we were going to fight. We were going to get back together. 
Yes. Oh yes. My gosh, yes. Yeah. So it's like you don't call the police if you're gonna keep going back. So I was like, okay, well, I know we're gonna get back together. He's gonna do this. He's gonna do that. So there's no need. I literally called the police the last fight that we had because I was like, you know, I'm I'm over it. Like yeah. this is it. Like you could have, my baby could have been burnt. Then we both would have been in jail because mm-hmm. something happened to my baby. So I'm like, you don't think you you're not thinking yeah. so. Ladies, men, you know, if you don't love yourself, love your children enough to get out of that. Most definitely. Um, the other one is sexual abuse. Um, when your partner is forcing you to have sex without yes. consent. Again, this is for mature because we're going up the ladder. Um, you may be sexually abused in a sexual relationship. Now, my ex-husband, he just loved it, okay? And I sometimes like, no, I've, I've been punched in the behind because I didn't want to do it. Um, and that's that's how my second daughter came. He accused you. He accused <laughs> you of cheating, or is often jealous of your outside relationship if you have any. Wants you to dress in a sexual way, insults you in sexual ways, or call you um, sexual item. Um, even force you or manipulate you into um, performing different different acts. Mm-hmm. Holds you down. Demands it from you, even mm-hmm. if you're sick. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. Um, ignores your feelings regarding sex. Now, again, this is for the mature. We're going down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, for like for myself, this I was like caught off guard, right? And my husband, my ex-husband, in the shower, right? And I'm, I'm turned this way. He's behind me, and he just decides to pee down the crack of my behind. Oh wow! Yes, yeah, sexual assault to the to the to the T. And I was and I was like, "What? What is going on?" And he thought it was funny. I got out. I I, I freaked out. I was like, "What make you decide to pee on somebody? What is wrong with you? Like, what is going on in your mind that will trigger you to do that to somebody?" And I mean, I, I mean, I, like, like I said, I went through a number of domestic violence situations. And so this topic is very, very vital to a lot of people because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't even talk about it. Right. Because they feel like people will uh, misjudge them. They'll put them in a category. Oh, she probably deserved it. Or he probably deserved it. Nobody deserves yeah. to be sexually assaulted. Yeah. Nobody deserves to be um, sexually abused. Um Physical abuse, mental abuse, none of that. Nobody deserves any of that. I don't care what they've done. Right. Nobody deserves it. And people have to take um, responsibility for their actions and just say, I'm wrong. I should have did that. Right. I, something, your, your, your mental state was not there. Some kind of way, you, had, you clicked off. But I come in, it's perversion. Mm-hmm. On, on that end, that mm-hmm. level right there, mm-hmm. he he just he just was graduated the ladder because a lot of other things I can't get into because that's his business. But again, had you stayed there, it would have escalated probably in depth. Yeah, he because he, he's told me he's told me um, either because I told him I said okay we need to divorce. He said well I might as well kill you kill the kids and then shoot myself. And I literally called police that night because I told God, I said, God, I want out. Mm-hmm. And he made that statement and I was like, what? 
And I called the cops. Then the CPS, which is in Texas, they they called. They came out and said, "If you don't leave, we're taking your kids." And I said, "Oh, ain't nobody taking my kids." Right. And then I went back probably three times after that before I finally said, "You know what? I'm done." Yeah. It happens because your your heart's in it until your head and your heart got to click. <laughs> right. And so like this is over. This is not for this you. It's not working. And so I had to just tell myself, "You deserve to be loved. Love is not being hit." Love is not being spit on. Love is not being, you know, especially assaulted. It's not manipulation. It's not control. That is not love. Right. It's not love, period. Y'all just listen. That love doesn't hurt like that. That's right. I mean, love, you can get your eyebrows plugged, okay? <laughs> Treat yourself self love. But love does not hurt in that way. It, does, it just does not do it. Um, another form of abuse is stalking. It involves any pattern of behavior that serves no legitimate person, uh, purpose, I'm sorry, and it tends to harass. Um, it annoys, it terrorizes um, a person. Typical stalking activities include repeated telephone calls. Oh my God. Repeated text messaging. I've had that happen. Oh my God. Um, letters, gifts by mail, uh, surveillance at work, oh God. GPS on your car had it happen <laughs> i'm just saying i mean just showing up right sitting outside your house outside your job outside your school whatever the case may be those are forms of stalking and they are abuse yeah. one in four and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical abuse um an intimate partner contact sexual violence or intimate partner stalking with impacts such as injury Fear, uh, fearfulness, um, post-stress um, disorder, um, use of victim service, which is uh, contact through sexual transmitted diseases. That is considered sexual uh, abuse, right. domestic violence. One in three women, one in four men have experienced some type of physical abuse. One in seven and one in 25 men have suffered injury by their intimate partner. One in 10 have been raped which are women, have been raped. We do not understand or know the data for men because men do not share right. as often as women do because of their masculinity most of the times or they're going to think I'm a punk, however the case may be. So they are prone not to even talk or seek help because they will become like a laughing stock. Mm -hmm. A lot of times that's what goes on within um, society. I can't tell anybody because they're going to laugh at me or they're going to say, oh, you gay now or you, just different stuff. And so men, they hold on to it and they don't they don't share it. So if you men are out there, share it. I mean, tell somebody because the same way women hurt, I know men hurt, too. And a lot of times um, you have more support for women that goes through domestic violence versus men because women talk and men, men don't. Talk. I mean, there's they just have all facts. that hurt build up in them. Yeah, they, they talk and, and you guys kind of go under the radar. It's OK to say, hey, I've been hurt. Um, let's see, one in four and one in seven have been victims of severe physical violence, such as beating or strangling. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been uh, stopped on a typical day. There are more than uh, 20,000 phone calls to the domestic violence hotline nationwide. One in four gay men, one in three bisexual men, and three out of 10 heterosexual men have experienced rape, physical violence, 
or stalking by their intimate partner in their life. 40% of lesbians women and 61% of bisexual women experience rape, physical violence, or stalking by their intimate partners. Nearly, nearly two in five transgender people report sexual experience or, or sexual abuse um, of some kind of physical harm. Now you may say, well, why are you telling us about transgender, bisexual, lesbians, or whatever? Because they are people and they do matter too. Mm -hmm. um, the presence of a gun or the gun violence in, in homicide or domestic violence has gone up about, about 500% per se. And it's just only climbing. I mean, just look at the world around us today. Women between the ages 18, 24 are most commonly abused by their intimate partner. 19% of domestic violence involves a weapon. Domestic vandalism is uh, calculated with a higher rate of depression and suicide behavior. Only 34% of people who are injured by their partner receive medical care for their injuries because they do not want to get their partners in trouble. And I know I'm giving out a lot of information, so some people may click off, but that's okay because we need to know the information. Rape, one in five women, one in 71 men in the United States have been raped in their lifetime. That is a lot of people. Almost half of the female, which is 47% uh, versus in male, 44.9% are victims of rape in the United States by an acquaintance, somebody that they know. 19.3 million women have been stalked. 5.1 million men have been stalked in the U.S. alone. That's how severe domestic violence is. And uh, like, again, 72% of all murder suicides in, involve a intimate partner. 94% of the victims of their murders, of these murders are female. One in 15 children are exposed to partner um, violence per year. 90% of these children are eyewitness to violence. So you have to be able to recognize the signs of domestic violence right. around you. A co-worker that may be trying to cover up her eye. Mm -hmm. They may hey, say, I need help with this or that. So you have to be able to listen, not judge. Right. Listen. A lot of times they people, these people just want you to listen, right. not to give them any information, not to tell them how they should do it. Because I know that was me. I'm going to make up in my mind. I'm going to do it. I'm, when I have it all, I got to have this money because I know I have this, you know, children. And if you really can't help me, don't give me advice. Right. So if you really know you can't help a person, don't give them advice. And don't go talking to everybody about it because they already hurt and they're already going if you, through If you're going to be a nuisance, don't help. I mean, don't even say anything because this person sincerely or these people are sincerely need help to get out of a situation and may take finance. It. They need uh, moral support. They need emotional support. You name it, they that's what they need, and they don't need no loose lips or somebody that's gonna be negative towards them. Yeah. Recognize the signs of domestic violence. Um, does the person make fun of you when you're out with your friends or around your family members? Do they put down your accomplishments? Do they make you feel like you're unable to make decisions on your own? Do they make you feel like you need them and you can't do it by yourself, you know? Do they treat you roughly, grab you by the arm, shake you up a little bit? You got to know the signs. Do they make you uh, blame yourself? You're the reason why I did this or you're the reason why I did that. That's your fault. Clean this mess up. 
Um, do they make you feel like you're undesirable? A lot of times we feel like we got to go get, you know, something changed Change. or something tough because they, they feel you, like you don't look good enough. For yeah. Them. Or they call you, uh, you're ugly or stupid or, you know, ignorant. I say stuff like that's just dumb. <laughs> I've, I've had it done. I've had people tell me stupid stuff. Oh, you have a nice body, but you're stupid. In other words, I was like, well, dang, that's just rude. And that's stupid. You know, that's 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 not nice. That's not even cool. Do you sometimes feel like you're scared, you know, to have your partner when he when he's gone, you were you're relieved. He's gone, but when he comes back, you're tensed up and scared. What's next? What what are you finna come here with? Yeah. What are you finna say now? You're to where you have zombie, you can't sleep at night, your mind is just always racing, just you know are you in a defensive move yeah. all the time or jumping always remember you do not deserve to be abused you are love yes you don't have to walk on eggshells that you have to remember that you are love that you have to take authority of your own life no matter what anybody says to you no matter if they tell you that you're you're not enough, remember God says you are enough. That's you know, right. I tell people all the time, God says you're beautiful. So I don't care if you say I'm ugly or not. God says I'm beautiful. God That's says right. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And so you have to speak those positive affirmations over yourself. And you have to know what you know for yourself. Mm -hmm. So if somebody else doesn't approve of you, you approve of you. And keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the threats to you that there is help there is help there is help some there is help if it's uh, what already raining on them you hold the umbrella explain that to me if it's already raining on them you hold the umbrella if it's already raining on them hold the umbrella Sharon, explain that one to us, honey. Yes, because I'm funny. Because let me, I'm trying to think of Look, something. you so know, that's one of them, the, them older saints saying. <laughs> yeah. If it's already raining on them, don't give them an umbrella. Keep on moving. Baby, uh, help me out. We're going to leave the foot pin right there. Um, For survivors, no one deserves to be abused. The abuse is not your fault. You are not alone. You're never alone. Even Bible tells us that. I will never leave you nor will I forsake you. Mm -hmm. And you go through a lot of things because what? It sharpens you and you have a testimony. But it's up to you to walk in the authority that God has given you and not let the individual break you down to where you feel like you can never get back up. I've heard the words, you'll never have anybody better than me. But look at me now, honey. Right. <laughs> I had to let you go God so I can get what God say. had. God got the final say. And so I didn't let that make me stay wow. um, for the, the abusers. If you recognize that you mistreat your partner, there is help. There is help. Um, there is resources. The National Domestic Violence Hotline has many resources. Now, this number is for the abuser and the one that's being abused. They have a way to suffer, you know, to shift the calls mm -hmm. to who is needed. And it's 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. Or you can text START to 88788. You can also go to the hotline um, at thehotline.org. 
That's if you are a victim of domestic abuse or if you are the abuser, they will get you help. They will get you help. Um, now let's, it says in the U.S. gun deaths. Let's talk about this gun thing real quick because it's just getting out of hand. It is. It's getting out of hand. It's so easy for us to pick up a gun and shoot somebody versus us talking or get or get some help. My God. I think I know what she's talking about. I think she was replying back to what we were saying. Don't be that person to talk about them and stuff. Oh, okay. So okay. basically what she's saying, and they're already down, you be the person that keep them gotcha. covered and help them. I had to think. Girl, you're making me think today. I'm okay. off today. You're making me think. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Got it. Thank you. I'm going to have to keep that in my, in my notes somewhere. Making me think. Um, the guns over time. In the U.S., let's talk about the U.S. alone. Try to protect and shield them from the rain. Yeah. Hey, Amen. We got it now. <laughs> it took me a minute. I had to think. Yeah, I had me thinking. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Look, I'm over here reading. My mind's still back there. But I thank God you got it. We saying real deep. Yes, Lord. Okay, so uh, four, 45,222 total gun deaths were, was in the year 2020. God. Which was by far the most on record, which represents 14% increase from the year before, a 25% increase from uh, five years earlier, wow. and a 43% increase from the decade before that. Gun, gun murders in particular have climbed sharply in the recent years. Um, 19,384 gun murders took place in 2020 were most uh, were the most seen from the year of um, because you know it doubled mm -hmm. from the year 1968. Wow. 1968, you heard me. 1968, which exceeded the previous peak in 1960, uh, 1993 by the CDC, which was 18,253. It just, I mean, I was like, my God. And it is only going up, which increased it before at 49% over the past five years. And today it's up 75% from those previous years. The number of gun suicides has also risen in recent years, which climbed 10% over five years and 25% over 10 years. And it near its highest point on the record. Uh, 24,292 gun suicide took place in 2020, were the most in any year except in 2018, which was 24,000. 432 by suicide, by suicide alone. And uh, my heart breaks for any of it, you know, right. any of the crimes um, within our community, in the world around us. Um, I think a lot of times we see the news and we just we just see the news. Right. But now it's starting to hit right we in our backyard. We don't see it as a significant problem when we see the uh the woman who abused her child mm -hmm. or took her child her child's life we don't see the problem when we see the person who pulled the trigger on somebody else um because that's still an intimate relationship because they knew the person right. per se 
And so we don't we don't really look at it. And a life is a life. Right. Now we have today where we're here in physical where the one lady was shot in the gym mm-hmm. and then it was another shooting reported. Then there was a shooting yesterday where a young man was shot four or five times. And then you got people then you go, Walmart threatening to shoot. Then you got the shooting that took place in Texas, which took 14 children and one adult. Then you got the shooting that happened in New York that took what, like 10, nine to 10 lives. And it's, and I mean, I'm I'm just so flabbergasted about all of this. Right. It's just, I mean, and I, I'm I'm a talker per se, but at the it's end sad. of the day, it breaks my heart. Even within our community, because a lot of times we we say we're this and we say we're that, but when, like uh, Apostle Dean say, when the rubber hits the road. Where are you? No one's there to be found. Uh, we need to be praying. We need to be praying. Like never before. Like We if, need to. I mean, if, if you don't, don't do anything right, else, you need, time. To be, you need to be it's praying. Time. And not just for yourself, but for, but for your neighbor, for your sister, your brother, your cousin, your uncle, etc. You need to be praying because of the times that we are in. It's, it's, it's very reckless. Um, and nobody's exempt. Nobody, nobody, nobody is exempt from it. And those is innocent kids, an innocent woman. Like nobody deserves that. No, nobody. And so, I mean, I don't know who's all on, but God bless you guys for staying to the end. I pray that something was said that you was encouraged, and that it touched your heart and your um your mind. This Friday. Myself, along with some others, will be doing a prayer pop-up. Um, please join us at noon, where we will be live. Um, if you want to be a part of it, all you have to do is inbox me um, so we can come together and pray for this nation and pray for our community because we need it. Prayer does change things. I, I, I can't hear what nobody else say. Prayer does change things. It may not change it when we want to. But prayer still works. Mm-hmm. I am a testimony of that. Prayer works. Mm-hmm. It really, really does. And we just God is calling for his people we, yeah. to get back in their rightful place. Because we have took the gospel and then dissected and did other stuff with it to benefit ourselves. Um, we're using God's glory for houses and cars and all that stuff. When he said he'll provide for yes. you, if we do what he asks us to do. And I know I'm paraphrasing it, but if we keep our mind stayed on Jesus, everything else will fall in line. But we have gotten so comfortable in this world doing any and everything. Yes. And God is not pleased. And if this is not an eye opener for this nation, then I don't know what more. Because he has allowed stuff to happen yes. back to back to get our attention and we shouldn't even be where we're at in these days and times because we should be in a place to where it's all God, like God, this God, that God, this Jesus, 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 Jesus. And I mean, I know we take the scripture that don't be so spiritually, you know, earthly good, but come on, be, have common sense. Cause a lot of this stuff that's going on, it's because we're not obeying God's laws.
Yeah. So we just got to stay connected. We got to stay prayed up. We got to be, be we got to be about Jesus' business. That's Jesus all to it. Fire. I mean, yes. that's all to it. There is no up, down, going around it, going under it. We got to go straight through it and be with Jesus 100. Don't be with him just on Wednesday nights right. or whenever your Bible study is and Sunday morning, Sunday school and Sunday service. We have to be Jesus Monday through Sunday Amen. at all costs. Amen. So this has come to the end of our uh, our cast for tonight. But if you um, were encouraged on tonight, I mean, you can put a thumbs up, heart care, I mean, cry, sad face, whatever. Just let us know that you were um, blessed on tonight and that you learned something because that's what we're here for. We come to um, give information. We come to encourage. We come to motivate. And sometimes... The things will shift and it will get very serious up in your face. That's why I say this is for mature. You may not want to hear it, but at the end of the day, it is necessary for some things to be said. And that's what this platform is about. It's really not here to sugarcoat a lot of stuff. Right. I'm very transparent, very, very, very transparent. And I'm not ashamed of that either. Um, so I encourage each and every one of you to love yourself know who you are, know your worth for yourself, and to pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray for yourself. Pray for this nation. Pray for our community. And pray for um, just people that you may come in contact with that you may not even know. And I, I'd be doing that. I'd be like, I'm praying for this person. Like, I could see somebody like look like they hurt and say, like, God, help them. Be their strength. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we're called to do. That's what we're called we're to do. And that's what God so, wants. You pray for people always and, and love on people and know your signs, ladies and men. You know, yeah. Again, Forget for those, those of you, flags. yeah, for those of you that's just getting in a relationship, that's looking at this tall six foot man or this this 36, 32 woman that's looking good. Don't don't be blind by the signs. And if it's not right, get out of it. You don't have to jump in something the very first thing that you see. You don't have to stay. Right, get out. Get you and you like crap, baby. And mean and mean it. And if you if you have kids and your kids is around this, if you don't love yourself, love your kids enough to get out of that and teach them that this is not the way you want a man to treat you. This is not a way that you want a woman to treat you. Because what we're doing is they're redoing a recycle of the next generation. Yeah. We're supposed to be producing generations to fight the darkness of this world, but instead the stuff that they're seeing going on in their home is helping them fight goodness with darkness because they're seeing what's going on. So Amen. just follow the signs, y'all. So for those of you um, that don't know Christ, um, that would love to know Christ, say, I don't know what I need to do. It's not that hard. We say every Tuesday, listen, you don't have to wait to get perfect. You don't have to wait to clean yourself up because God is the cleaner. Um, he wants you just where you're at. He wants you dirty. He wants you in the place and in the space that you're in, because when he does it, 
we know that God is still working on the throne. Amen. So if you don't know Christ at this time, wherever you may be, you might be at home, you might be at work, getting ready to get off. Hey, listen, if you can't do it at your desk, go in the bathroom and lift your hands and just ask God to forgive you and let him know that, God, I'm sorry. I repent for my sins mm -hmm. and that I want to do better. I want to accept you as my Lord and Jesus Christ. And right there, you'll be saved. Mm -hmm. And just continue on praying and, and find yourself in a church home. I mean, I know a lot of people that has said, I'm not going to the church because of this and because of that. Listen, just because you was church hurt by one church, all churches are not the same. Um, find yourself in a church home. Find Amen. yourself getting to know Jesus. Because even with other people talking to you about Jesus, mm -hmm. it's nothing like knowing Jesus for yourself. For yourself. Because had I not stepped foot in the church and got to know who Jesus really was for Amen. me, I would just been going off of what grandma and them said. Amen. Amen. So we're going to pray as we leave this place. Father, we thank you today, thank you, God. Jesus. And Father, for that son, that daughter that don't know you, that said, what must I do to be saved? God, I ask you even now, God, to enter their hearts, God. Yes, Save them, deliver them, and keep them on a path of righteous, God. And God, we just thank you in advance for everything you, that you have done on today. We're thanking you for the things that you're doing on this week, on next week. And God, as we leave this place, God, we ask that you go with us, stand with us, and guide us, and lead us to the things and the places that you would have us to be and do God and we forever give you praise and we forever give you glory Satan we rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus we cancel every assignment that you and your elves come to do to the body of Christ we cancel it now in the mighty name of Jesus and say go back to the pits of hell where you belong in the mighty name of Jesus God we just thank you right now God we thank you for wisdom we thank you for the understanding and the knowledge of, of what you're doing in our lives God and God as we leave God we just say keep us rooted and grounded yes. in you daily God not just on Tuesdays not just on Wednesdays not just on Sundays yes, but every day God keep us rooted and grounded yes, God Father. and keep giving us the wisdom to share to your people that's following us on this platform yes, and God Father. don't let us do nothing of ourselves don't let us say nothing of ourselves but God let every word that come through our mouth be anointed yes. let it be powerful God and that it don't fall on deaf ground yes, and the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus and we give you praise in Jesus name so that is our episode for tonight if you're just coming in you can go back and rewatch it um, we give out a lot of um, information some of it was probably kind of boring but it's necessary yes it's necessary it's like mm -hmm. you go to school you want to go to school to learn but it's necessary right you need the, the information um, I've said a lot of stuff that was kind of like, what? Wait, wait a minute. But it's necessary because a lot of times people don't think these things happen. Mm -hmm. it's, it's real. These things are real. And so that's why I'm very, very transparent with what I say. And I don't hold no bars to me either. Either you're going to accept it or they ain't. Guess what? That's not my problem. <laughs> That's how you don't have any friends. I can shout today. <laughs> Lord, no, I can shout. I love the Lord. I, I yeah. God knows I love him so much because I've been through so, so much, much. And I dare not hold any of it in. And so I thank God for that growth. Amen. And I ain't ashamed to share none of it. I know you're right. Because we get to help somebody. None of it. <laughs> uh, Brother Donald, go back and listen. We've talked about uh, just the mix of towards women, men, children, etc sexually just a whole number of things so you be encouraged 
Yep, never, brother, never hold back. Not a dog. I used to do that. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. But um, again, if you guys are free to come and join us on the live on Friday at 12 p.m., we would do our uh, pop-up prayer. I think God has given us um, today. And so if you get a message from me, I invited you to come on pop-up and intercede for this nation, intercede for our community right. because it's necessary and yeah. it is needed. So this won't be, it won't be the first or the last. Okay? And we're not prophesying on this line. Prophesying. Um, no, I'm saying on the, on the, oh, right the here? no, on the prayer. Oh. Won't be no prophecy. Cause you know, some people that just come on just to think you got a word. Oh, the text message. Listen. No, now, I'm talking I about on prayer. On, on the pop-up. <laughs> now listen. If the, Lord, that out if the Lord move now. Then hey, this gonna go, but we ain't gonna be proper lying. Right, you know, That's, but some some people will jump on because they see who's yeah, on yeah. and they be like thinking they got a word. No, we're not, not we yeah, we're coming together line. for prayer and for uh, the nation. So, most of the people you see, you probably won't even know them. Why? Because I I'd rather pick from those that go under the radar versus right. the ones that's already up in the radar. That's just how God has blessed me. And that's how he has, you know, told me to do. Right. A lot of times we'd rather go for the big, those ones in the big ass house people would say. And it, and it shifts. And, that, and that's what I'm talking about. So it shifts. I'd rather. Because they see the big people and they say, oh, they always Trump. got a word. So let yeah. me get on here. No, so it's not I'd about that. I'd rather use those that fly under the radar. My husband will be on the prayer line. Um, prophetess Alexa Pant will be on the prayer line. Brother uh, Evangelist Alex I can't say his last name. It's a Spanish name. He will be on the prayer line. I will be on the prayer line and a few others. So join us as we pray. You need a prayer. Uh, you got a prayer that you won't pray. Put it in the comments. That is what we're going to be doing this Friday at noon. Now, this is stepping out my comfort zone because I like to go in my closet, turn the light off, put my sleep on, and pray with my Lord. Not on live. That's just ain't for me. But I'm stepping out and doing what God has called me to do. So you are invited. I pray that something was said on today and that you be blessed until we see you again. Amen. Some of those will some will be Friday. Some will be next Tuesday. You never know what we're going to be talking about next week. Oh, we might just do our pop-up game again. <laughs> I like that. I, I like that. We might do our game again. I don't know. It I depends like on what the Lord has for us. Yes, no more hiding. There was a song when I was first coming out of hiding and it was, uh, her name is Stephanie. I want to say gives her. It says, come out of hiding. You're safe here with me. Well, You've been all locked down and I hold the key. Yeah, so I knew you were loved before you were, um, you were, did you, that you knew you were loved. And so that's the song that God has placed in my heart for, from the time that I am in. Oh, God help me, mind. But anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us on tonight. Be encouraged. God bless you. As always, find the positivity that lies in the negativity because there is some. God bless you. God bless you. Bye.
the highest high on your wedding day or the lowest low when you've lost a loved one, that emotion will not stay. So never make a permanent decision based on a temporary emotion. Some of you are feeling like giving up your life right now. Don't do it. Okay, don't, 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 just don't do it. We need you here. You are loved, you're wanted, you're needed. The Bible says, cry out your heart to God. That's not telling God the pious platitudes that I think he wants to hear. It means saying, God, I'm in the pit right now. And if you need examples, go to Psalms. The emotions that you have felt the last two years, the frustration, don't suppress it. Don't repress it. Confess it and express it to God. When you swallow your emotions, your stomach keeps score. If I don't talk out my emotions to God, I will take them out on my body. The healthiest thing you can do as a believer is to tell God exactly how you feel and he can handle it because he will never stop loving you.